Hi, welcome to the Weekly Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Will Jones, and today we will be looking behind the curtain of the theater program here at UM. I'll be joined by actor Gavin Lane to learn more about the inner workings of the theater department, but also preview their production of The Prom happening this weekend, Friday, November 10th through Sunday, November 12th at the Ford Center. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. I'm delighted to be joined by Gavin Lane, a sophomore theater major here at UM and a member of the ensemble of The Prom. Gavin, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm certainly glad to have you, and I'm your perfect fit for today's topic, which we're referring to as going behind the curtain of UM theater. Yes! So before we get to The Prom, I want to just ask some questions about the program more generally and what productions here at UM really entail. Because a lot of people don't know, they think the plays just magically spring on their feet. But there's a lot of hard work at play, and you know all about that. So uh, starting with you specifically, Gavin, how did you come to the theater program here at Ole Miss, and what have been your biggest takeaways so far? Well, it's actually a really funny story. I was a, I was supposed to go into, um, I, w- I was supposed to study journalism, and I was planning on going to um, the journalism school in Georgia, but I really, I always wanted to be an actor. My uh, advisor at community college, she was like, well, let's just look in some programs. And she, the very first result that she pulled up was the acting school at Ole Miss. And she was like, oh, look, they have a whole program dedicated to you learning about acting. And I didn't know that was a thing. So I was super shocked. I was like, what? You can, you can do that? And she was like, yeah. And then at the very end, they take you to a New York showcase. And then like, I didn't even, she read all the other options to me, but I I didn't really listen to them. I was like, this is the one, this is the one I'm going to go to. This is what is going to advance my future. And I got here and I definitely think I'm in the right place. I think a lot of people underestimate our program because it's in Mississippi, but I've talked to so many people and they've said that this is probably, if it was in any other state, it would easily be in the top 10. I have, in one year alone, I, I've, I've never danced before, but now I've taken like four dancing classes. I am doing professional dancing, I would say, because Joe Jackson loves to, he likes to make us dance a lot. <laughs> he likes to make us dance a lot. And um, I've only been singing for a year and it's it's always good to improve your craft in singing. But I think the biggest takeaway is I took one class called Movement for the Actor with Lauren Bone Noble. And it really, that class has really enhanced my performance because learning that you can tell so much of a story using your body alone is it really does change the game because a lot of actors that are new they'll just stand there and they think it's all about the face and the voice but when you figure out like like a movement and and like things to do with your body while you are the character and like like arcs you can make using just your movement alone it really adds another level of detail to your performance that i think has helped tremendously in this program. That's wonderful. And now diving more into the specifics of like the productions themselves you've been a part of, uh, typically, correct me if I'm wrong, but they usually pick out like two plays a semester, um, a musical and maybe a, or maybe they're both musicals sometimes, but also like varying genres and styles. So what are those early conversations about the plays when you hear about them? And then what do you do go about preparing for auditions and whatnot? 
So usually what happens is near near the end of our, our season that's currently happening, we have, I believe it's it's either one or two students from our cohort that are picked to be on a committee. And that committee sits down and they go through a list of musicals and plays and they just decide what's going to happen for the next season. And usually they're not allowed to tell us, but they'll give hints of what the style is because they know we need to start preparing early. Like, just recently, um, some of the people on the committee were like, we can't tell you what the show is, but it is going to be Golden Age. So you might want to prepare some songs for that audition. Thankfully, it's the same process every time. It's usually, uh, you have 90 seconds during your audition. You pick, um, you can do whatever you want in that time slot. I usually do 60 seconds of a song and 30 seconds of a monologue. But you can choose to only act or sing and act, but you can't only sing, which I think is a little bit odd. Um, but that's a, th that's a thing that you do. And usually the, the best method is a lot of people pick, they watch the show, usually, usually a bootleg. You didn't hear that from me, though. You usually watch Maybe we can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we can edit that out. But uh, actors watch the show beforehand, and the best method is to just pick a character that you want to focus on for the entire, like, two months that you have. And just really analyzing that character and figuring out what songs from that time period and what monologues from online or wherever will help you get that character. That's the method I use because I think it's always good to have a goal because I think if you walk into an audition and you just kind of, you don't know what you want and you don't really know that much about the show, I think it affects your performance. Um, not saying that if you go in there wanting a character, you're going to get it, but I think it's good to have some sort of goal because then, then you can be specific. And so let's say you get the part, you're all excited, ready to go for one of these productions. What are those first steps you as actors and then the crew, everyone take to really getting a show, putting a show on its feet? It is a lot <laughs> from the acting perspective. Usually the first thing that we do is the director um, will sit the cast down. This is before like a first read through or anything. He'll just take the whole cast and put us in a circle and say, hi, this is everyone. Uh, everyone say your characters, who you are. Just talk to each other. And then we talk to each other and, you know, I think it's, it's good to start bonding. Sometimes if it's a show that's, if it's like the end of a school year and then you're cast in a show that's starting the next year, a lot of times you'll get the script beforehand and you'll be told to memorize everything before the next year starts. So you can go right into rehearsals fully memorized. That's what we did for prom. And they did that for Little Shop too. And it helps a lot like going into the first rehearsal and not needing a script anymore it really does change the game and i think i think we're gonna start doing that from now on you go you go through slowly adding layers like first you start off reading through the script and um the director will be like i want you to do this enter here do this enter here spin around over here or whatever then go to the other side and then next time we'll come back and then he'll be like okay now let's actually do it and then the next time he'll be like, okay, now let's do it with you singing your songs. And then the next time he'll be like, okay, now we'll do it, but now we have a giant wall here. And so it's like slowly adding in the layers. And I know from a 
tech perspective, they start way earlier than us. Um, I've stage managed a few shows, and usually we're doing the paperwork for that like months before the actors go in on the stage. I don't even want to know what it's like for the lighting and set people. Like, I feel like they're planning this stuff like years in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they usually have everything already hung, like before the first read through even happens. Oh, it wow. feels like. And, like, they are they are on top of their game. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because usually the tech crew and the actors never meet until like the last two weeks until the show starts. Like I didn't even know who any of the people were until like uh, the crew watch happened. And I was like, Oh, hello. And then you really only get to see them for a week and then they're out of there. Yeah. And in leading up to the like date of the performance and what are those sort of run throughs or rituals you all do to fine tune the play? Like right now, maybe with the prom, what are some of those, not last minute, but what, uh, as you're in the days leading up, how, what does a day look like for you all? Well, I think yesterday is a great example of um, this t- subject because yesterday was our first Q2Q. And a Q2Q is a very, very, very long process. We get into the theater at uh, 10 in the morning and we leave the theater at 11 at night. And the entire process is us running through the show like normal, um, no costumes, but we have uh, sets, lighting, and sound. And we basically run through the show until there's something that needs to be fixed. And then they'll be like, hold, please. And then we just stand there while everything gets fixed. And then they'll be like, okay, can you do that again to make sure the cue is right? And then we'll do it again. And if we need to do it again, they'll be like, hold, please. Can you do that again? And then we'll do it again. And it's just, I think that process itself is like usually the best time for fine tuning because obviously it's it's for the lighting, sound, and other tech people to fix any mistakes that they have on their end. But it's also really like the last time for you to like ask any questions to the choreographer or to the, to the director about where you need to go. Because after that, we go into dress rehearsals and if you don't know what you're doing by then, then you have an issue. The thing that I like about this program specifically is if you ever do have an issue during any part of the process, no matter how frustrated the professors are, especially during tech week, they will always understand that it's a learning environment. Right. And they'll be like, okay, well, you need to be doing this, this, and this. And also in the professional world, you might need to know this before the time that you just asked me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And looking to like the actual date of the performance and being on stage, you've been on stage yourself, like you said, do you, do you still get butterflies in the moment when you're on the day where you're performing maybe day one of the play or are you so like, like you said, used to it at that point, you've run through the blocking, staging, what have you, that it just sort of flows naturally. I think now I'm at a point where I, I really don't get nervous anymore. I think I used to get nervous before I started doing this professionally because obviously it was less professional and there was a lot less communication. But nowadays I really don't get nervous anymore. I've been doing it so long. And like you said, we've we've been practicing this show so long and like so thoroughly that Honestly, when it comes to the performance, it's just going through the motions while keeping it fresh and new. Um, the only thing I worry about during performances now is I get nervous that other things are going to go wrong. 
But then I just have to remember, I'm like, you can do everything that you're supposed to do perfectly. Don't worry about everything else. Right. And then I still worry about everything else. (laughs) And lastly, about the prom itself specifically, can you tell listeners that maybe aren't familiar with the play, like, or the musical, what, what it entails? Yeah, so it's it's a very intriguing story, and it um, it's very special to me. This is one of my favorite musicals like of all time. It's about this girl named Emma, and she is a lesbian in a small town in Indiana, and she wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. I don't know what grade it is specifically, but it's you know it's the prom. And she wants to take her girlfriend, and somehow the school found out about it, and the head of the PTA is trying to not make that happen. And it starts to trend on Twitter in the beginning of the play, and these these four Broadway actors see the post on Twitter right after their opening show completely tanked. Like, their opening show bombed and they're looking for some they're looking for some sort of thing they can do to sort of put them back in the limelight and they see this post about this girl that needs help and at first they're like oh great we can go down to indiana we can help this girl we can you know throw up some picket signs and rally together and then everything will be fine and then we'll be famous again and then she'll be happy and so the rest of the story is this really funny story about these four huge personalities in the small town in Indiana. And they're like, stop it. We are here to help the lesbian get away from her. And the entire process is, it's these two stories in one where it's Emma, obviously trying to get her prom. But then the other half of the story is these Broadway stars realizing as they're helping her that they need to do it for her and not for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then the very end is this beautiful combination where she gets the prom that she wants and they, the the Broadway stars help her get to that moment genuinely. And it's a happy story. It's a, it's a really funny story. My favorite moments are just any scene where it's, you see these four huge people like just... <laughs> harassing the local townsfolk it's it's a great story and i think i think it's a show that everyone can enjoy because there's i think there every character is someone that you can relate to if anyone wants to read more about the prom too there will be a piece in the arts and culture section of the dm this week also about it previewing it and yes this is certainly a very enlightening conversation about uh going behind the scenes of um theater and i suspect it'll be enlightening to listeners as well So I want to thank you for coming in today, Gavin. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Will. Do you have anything real quick outside of the program that you'd maybe like to plug or shout out? Um, Not really. Follow me on Instagram, at TheRealGavinLane. All right. We'll link it. Thank you, Gavin. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you, Will. In addition to the prom, This Week in Oxford offers a number of exciting arts events to look out for. Living Music Resource will be hosting a live show today, November 8th at 1 p.m., and the Sarah Isom Center returns with an art exhibit happening Friday, November 10th in Nutt Auditorium from 6 to 7. And last but certainly not least, Ole Miss football will be traveling to Athens to face off against the Georgia Bulldogs this Saturday. Kickoff is slated for 6 p.m. As always, information on these events will be linked in today's show notes. 
That'll do it for the weekly scoop. As always, follow us on social media to stay tuned for new episodes. Thank you. New episodes of the Weekly Scoop will be released every Wednesday during the University of Mississippi 2023 through 2024 school year, with occasional bonus episodes on Mondays and Fridays wherever podcasts are found. This podcast is in association with The Daily Mississippian. Any feedback can be sent via email at dailymissmedia at gmail.com. Thank you.